Special episode. It's an Olympic special, Meso. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Australian gold, my friend. And don't you forget it. And don't you forget it, okay? Panera Yellow. It's Australian gold, my friend. And don't you fucking forget it. So it's an Olympic year. We want to endeavour to pump up the Olympics as much as possible. We love it. All the athletes that are representing this big, brown, lad of ours. People who are listening to this know what it's called. The Torch. Do you reckon this is the torch? Maybe daily the torch. The torch. The torch. Okay. I don't mind it. Torching. We're torching. I was thinking just simple like Olympic fizz episodes or something, but the torch. The torch. Olympfix is one. Olympfix. Olympfix. It sounds to me like it's rigged. Mate, have you heard? <laughs> Kathy wins it. The Olympfix is on. Uh, does a bit. I like the torch. Yeah, you mentioned that. <laughs> Did I say I like the torch? You mentioned the torch. <laughs> the human torch was denied a bank loan. We are sponsored, as always, by mintsports.com.au. Oh, they're the, the best. Let us pray, mate. Yeah, let's pray. Let us pray we continue to dose to the gills for our seven listeners. Let us pray we don't have to leave the Mint Sports Village after our recording. And let us pray <laughs> the Aussies take home a massive swag of gold at Paris this year. Oh. Just bags of it. In the name of. In the name of. Ben, ben Johnson. Johnson. Loved it. Didn't he? Fred, Fred Laws. Laws. Any East, East German, German swimmer. swimmer. And. Hamira. Ah. Pen. Hamira, enlighten me, please. Mate, Camiro was a horse at the 2008 <laughs> Olympics that got bronze oh. but got done. Norwegian horse got done for being on the gear. No. Yeah, dead set. On the cat. Do you remember we spoke about Fred Laws? Fred Laws is from the 1904 Lawsy. marathon. Hitched a ride in a car. Oh, four? Yeah, it can cheat. <laughs> what sort of car do you reckon he was in? Bloody Flintstones car. <laughs> Might as well walk, mate. <laughs> You're doing all the legwork, literally. Bloody hell, Lawsy. <laughs> I just realised Fred Laws is like, no, I'm thinking of John Laws. Yeah, I thought could have used yeah. the Valvoline on that exact marathon. <laughs> you know what I mean? But oils ain't oils, mate. Hey, a big mate. thank you goes out to producer. This guy. To the Enigma. Producer DJ Hand Shandy Dandy's on the decks tonight. Hand I don't know if you know much about <laughs> producer DJ Hand Shandy Dandy. What's he done? I don't know much. Oh, mate, he's actually got a, quite a famous family. I think you spoke about a producer last week uh, yeah. being born via an egg. He was, Producer yeah. DJ yeah. Hand Shandy Dandy. His great uncle Hubert Dandy uh, <laughs> actually coined the term tuning in Tokyo. 
You know that term? Do you know that term? <laughs> it's a term for like um, normally an adolescent male fumbling with the, the, the nipples of a, a sexual counterpart, not knowing what they're doing. Right. Hubert Dandy was a radio operator in World War Two, oh. So he not only fumbled around the female areola, he also literally tuned in Tokyo. Wow. You heard it here first. A very long line of DJ Hand, Shandy Dandy, bloodlines of gross Sexual incompetence. You heard it here first. Here first. Just a producer. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. 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 G'day to our listeners in Tokyo. <laughs> hope he's tuned you in. It's World War II and our ship is going down in the middle of the Pacific and our only hope is the shortwave radio. Tune in, Tokyo. I can't believe mm-hmm. it. It's here. Mm. The Enhance Games. Incredible. The Drug Olympics are actually here, Mace. This is the brainchild of Aussie businessman Aaron D'Souza. It's a world sporting event akin to the Olympics. However, there will be no drug testing. Mm. On the contrary, athletes are actually strongly encouraged to get really jacked. Basically, D'Souza is saying, hey, I'm going to set this thing up, put a truckload of cash on, and we're just going to see what a human is capable of. What are your thoughts on Mm. this, the drug Olympics? Unreal. By the way, the name Enhanced Games is the best name ever. It's not even a D. It's just Enhance. Oh, it's Enhance. Enhance. Incredible name. Enhance. 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 They're like Scientology, this mob. You know what their website slogan at the top is? It is time to safely celebrate science. Sports can be safer without testing. Okay. (laughs) I'm not too sure what the metrics are on that one. Nah. Now, what you want to do is get jacked to the gills and not test. Enjoy celebrating <laughs> science. Honestly, though, mate, so part of me is thinking, okay, this is obviously highly irresponsible and someone will die and it's not good. Big time. But then there's yeah. also me who, as a kid, was always like, let's see what a human can do. Let's see if we can run 100 metres in eight seconds. Oh, my God. Yes. How can you not be for the drug Olympics? Really interested. Really interested in the weightlifting. I mean, what are they going to be lifting? Each other. You should have to do a pair's weightlifting or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, the other person's holding a dumbbell. Uh-huh. He's holding the actual thing and you have to lift both. He's holding your stash for the next round. So he's got all your steroids. If you don't get him above your head, he gets to eat them. <laughs> Mate, it's drawing some attention. Aussie swimmer James Magnuson, he's put his soon-to-be-webbed hand up. He was inspired by the $1.5 bucks on offer for anyone who can mm. beat mm. the 50-metre freestyle record. Obviously, the record won't stand because they're all on drugs. Yeah. However, that's the aim. Magnuson has said, quote, I want to approach this the right way. I want to go to America. I want to get the right advice. I want to take the right supplements. He then goes on to say he will, quote, dose to the gills. In pursuit of glory. But isn't it bizarre that we're talking about this like it's a, it can be a legit thing? It's like, it's kind of weird that we're, it's not, it's not taboo that we're talking about it. It's really bizarre. Is it sport anymore when everyone's cheating? Their argument would be that they're all doing it now anyway. So Magnuson's argument was if it's a level playing field, then absolutely not. But then he's retired, so why not test the limits? Mm. Read between the lines. I got paid fuck all to be a world champion swimmer, and this bloke's going to give me 1.5, and all i got to do is shave 0.4 seconds off. Yeah, yeah. Why not have a crack? Yeah. But I think it should go further. Let's do yeah. like curling on LSD or the horses are all on ketamine in the dressage. I want actual drug Olympics. <laughs> I'd like to see a hockey game where they're all minced. 
nightmare of a game, hockey. Impossible. Have you ever tried to play it? That ground is massive. An actual hockey field? Massive. It is huge. One of the purest sports in the world because you don't have left-handed sticks. Got to be right-handed. Taking it to the... Taking it to the short corner. (laughs) Taking it to the short corner. Wow. Right. Still with cheating and drugs, mate. And the Court of Arbitration has rejected Russian figure skater Camilla Valera's claim that her positive drug test resulted from a strawberry dessert prepared by her grandfather on a chopping board that he used to crush his medication pills. I mean, it's just too easy, isn't it? It's just too easy. This is a stretch. This is a Russian stretch. Do you want this one or me? Oh, this is my too easy. God. A dessert wouldn't be part of the training regime, would it? I mean, lucky she didn't have mains. I mean, what drugs did he have for mains? Should have come out with a cock. It's... <laughs> What? That's the natural step, is it? 100%. How does that help a figure skater? Like balance? Strawberry cake peptides? Uh-huh. To a beef stroganov cock? Oh, Christ. That's how it works. Okay. You don't want to know what happens. I didn't. You don't know what happens at the appetizers? No, I didn't. Reminded me. I don't know why. It reminded me of my uncle used to do the Christmas, the pudding. Uh-huh. You'd eat the pudding and then go... Mm. And pull out a $50 note out of his mouth and you'd be like, oh, fuck, he gets it every year. Gets it every year. Did he used to also crush up his medication on a chopping board? <laughs> Crushed it up. Like she hasn't even tried here. Crush. Who is the granddad? Some sort of Russian Walter White. Oh. What's he doing? I'm <laughs> oh, just going to crush these up. <clears throat> yeah, Dale, you want an issue? And what's the dessert? They only I'm say strawberry dessert. Yeah, what is it? A tart? <laughs> Cheesecake? <laughs> Hey, what are we getting Pop for his 80th birthday? Get him a pill press. He's killing me on the fucking chopping board. Who is this bloke? <laughs> Just imagine my uncle pulling out a syringe instead of $50 note. He pulls out the 50 and rolls it up. Anyone see my chopping board? <laughs> anyway, old Sweet Tooth Valaya's defence in court was her mm. pill-crushing rusky granddad, the Russian Valtavate. He prepared a oh, strawberry so dessert funny. a few days before her national champs so that she could take it away with her to St. Petersburg, which is lovely. I mean, I need details. Strawberry dessert. What is this strawberry dessert? I know. It doesn't tell us. What are you thinking, Tart? It's got to be a strawberry sponge or something. What is a strawberry sponge? Like a sponge cake. It's just a sponge with cream and strawberries on top. You don't know what it is, do you? (laughs) She doesn't. She's got no idea what she's fucking at. <laughs> oh, mate. She doesn't know she's after a Martha after Granddad's fucking chopping board. Yeah, it's a, it was a strawberry dessert. So he's made it for her as a packed lunch. So either the doddery old bastard's crushing pills and really lovely and packing her a packed lunch, or... The Russians don't eat strawberries, Sonny. Exactly. Where's he getting the strawberries from? They don't eat strawberries. They don't eat them. If it was a potato-based tart. Exactly. It's either vodka or potatoes. Exactly right. I think he's making her drug mule go across town with this, would you, Dale? Yeah. Don't eat it now. No, no. Don't eat it now. There'll be a man when you get there. <laughs> and over the sponge. Or maybe she just cheated. <laughs> Good morning. Coming up on this episode of Cheaters. A delicious melt-in-your-mouth strawberry cake with fresh berries, of course. Mate, what we're gunning for is gold, obviously, around the neck and when it comes to Olympic medals, the 2024 set have been released. They contain original parts of the Eiffel Tower in the centre. Now, I need you to help me out here. Is this awesome? 
so you get to keep a piece of an iconic world landmark? Or is this really shit, typical Frenchies offloading their junk on the world? Well, it's not very good for the stability of the tower, is it? If they're going to take a bit more out of the tower. What, you reckon they're shaving like rivets off? Well, they're taking little bits off. What are they doing there? Actual structure. Well, apparently they first tried this in Italy during the Pisa games and it didn't go well. Clearly not. Cleaning the Eiffel Tower. So what, you reckon it's going to it's going to impede the actual structure of the Eiffel Tower? Well, where are they getting it from? They're saying it's from the Eiffel Tower. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so... A chunks out of it down the bottom. So anyone who hasn't seen it, this is the actual metal has Eiffel Tower parts or fragments in the middle of it. Okay, so this is from the website. The original Eiffel Tower iron, it's original, mm. is formed in a hexagon. The geometrical shape of France. Okay. The symbol is a reminder of the whole nation's engagement into delivering blah, 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 sure. bullshit. Sure. It has been stripped of its brown paint, returned mm-hmm. to the original colour. So what was mm-hmm. it? Iron. Okay, so it's grey. And then put in the centre. They're getting rid of their junk. I don't think it's... It really is. And I'll tell you what, it's not French enough. I mean, if they're going to give us some Eiffel Tower out, they need to go a bit further. They need a bit like put Gerard Depardieu's urine, dip it in... <laughs> Gepardieu's urine. Let's go as French as we can go. All right, what's the most French thing? Give me three. So we got Gerard Gepardieu's urine. That's the vat urine. that it's going to go in. What are we dipping in? Painting it like a mime's face. Okay, you're white facing So it's going it. to be, it's going to go gold, mime, Depardieu. So it's not going to be silver or bronze anymore. <laughs> it's going to be gold, mime, Depardieu. You're actually changing the metals. Okay, so <laughs> you come first, you get gold. Second, you win a mime. How do they put that around your neck? Or oh, it could be just a baguette. They put a huge baguette around Mate, your you'd head. hate to be running the marathon and going for the mime medal <laughs> in the wind. You'd, you'd be like a metre from the line going, gee, it's a bloody good race for the mime. Imagine coming third. Oh. The Depardieu dip. The Depardieu dip, the taking French, the piss. The human French onion dip. The old urine dip. You dipped the chip, you took a bite, and you dipped again. So that's like putting your whole mouth right in the dip. From now on, when you take a chip, just take one dip and end it. No national anthems. Just the sounds of Depardieu having sex of the anthems <laughs> oh, yeah. as they're going, getting the medals. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Not only was I not with you on that being the new anthem, that's the sound of Gerard Depardieu. Having sex. He sounded like a Frenchman in a whale being harpooned <laughs> trying to sing. And here is the uh, national anthem for the Ecuadorian who's just won. The, uh... So hang on, even the other nations, not only France, every every anthem. No one gets their national anthem. No one's getting it. No one's getting it. Okay. And here is the diver from uh, Papua New Guinea with his... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Feasible. Yeah. <laughs> you could have fucked anything. Yep. Nah, good. What are they giving out anthems and fucking mime medals for coming in not qualified? The diver for PNG. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. Port Moresby, mate, of an Arvo. It's just people on the three metre springboard. You wouldn't believe it. I was going to get paid the big bucks to go and dive for East Timor, but I'm um, PNG all the way. Plop. Where's the Depardieu tune? What are you on about? (laughs) 
And here is a national anthem for everyone at these Olympics. It's Gerard Depardieu having sex. Stand up. <laughs> Why is he singing? He's having sex. You're making no sense. You're making no sense. Take off your underwear. <laughs> what is he now singing sexual instructions? Depardieu is making constant sexual comments and persistent groaning noises. It's a very erotic voice, by the way. Wow. Mate, Olympic Village News and uh, Aussie athletes are not allowed to stay on in the Olympic Village post-event. This bullshit ruling is basically some party pooping from the AOC. Mm. Our Aussie legends mm. are going to be forced to vacate the village mm. and get their own accommodation in bloody Paris in the heart of the peak season there within 48 hours of their event finishing. Mace, so I, I hate this. So disappointing. I hate this so much. Put your green and gold frangers out <laughs> for the team. I mean, they need to bone. They need it. They need boning. <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing. It's really a coincidence that we're talking about this. Is it? Because this is a new segment or a new quiz that I'd like to give to you, ah. which I think you'd be very good at. Oh, okay. It's called Who Needs to Bone? Oh, righto. Starring Sonny Munn. Yeah, wonder why you reckon I'd be good. To create the ultimate Australian athlete. Mm. Who Needs to Bone? Oh. To create the ultimate Australian athlete. Okay. We're talking Kathy and Gazy. Okay. We're talking Bradbury and Timms. Oh, wow. We're talking LJ and Leighton. Mm. Question without notice, obviously. Sure. This is the one and only time... In 70-odd episodes, I wish you'd given me notice because this is the sort of stuff I will sleep on because there are so many factors here. So in the Olympic Village, you'd want everyone copulating and just creating this super hybrid, right? This is what I'm talking about. But you don't want just pure athleticism. You don't want just skill. So, for instance, if, like, say, I don't know, buddy, David Beckham's kids wanted to play football, yeah, they might have some genetics and some skill, but they didn't want for anything in their life. They don't have the ticker and the heartache. Exactly. So you need people with the athleticism and the skill, but you also want adversity. You want people who have gone through issues. Then I think the third factor is you probably want patriotism because if it's someone who just happens to have some ticker and is really talented, yeah, but they got to bleed for green and gold to be a proper Olympian. So you need to marry so many components in order to create that hybrid super Aussie athlete. Exactly. And there's two options here. It can be a love story or it can be an arranged <laughs> setup here. Where I think this is what the village needed to be. Arranged marriages. It needed to be a sex experiment. Oh. It needed to be a sex experiment. Okay. Just rooms of superstar athletes just boning. But hang on, if it was just rooms, you wouldn't know who had inseminated who. Sure. Like it would it would be a real hodgepodge. It's an arranged room. So Kathy's going in there. No one gazes in there, ready to go. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. I need, this is already arranged. Yeah, but, mate. I mean, I've got Shane Heal in there waiting, waiting for Nova Paris Kneebone to walk in. Okay, so it's... It's sexual experiments at the Australian Olympic Village. I love it. This is what needs to be happening. <laughs> France have dropped the ball here. Okay. Really dropped the ball? No, the AOC did, the Australian Olympic Committee. Because here's the thing, right? So the reason I hate this is... Sure. Well, there's a lot of reasons, primarily the boning, but... Okay, for one, our most successful athletes are the swimmers, right? First week, they do the bulk of the, the haul. Love to bone. They compete all week. They give us glory and they can't even stick around and support and root other athletes from Australia. Not good enough. 
Not good enough. They don't get to go to the opening ceremony because they've got to sleep because they're representing their country the next day. They then can't go to the closing ceremony. They don't get either one. That's bullshit. Mm. They can't mm. see either fucking ceremony. Last time around, for those who are their second time, they had to do it during COVID. Heard of it? Had to be quarantined. Same thing. Bang. Piss off back home after winning gold or competing, whatever. You've got to then sit in yeah. a hotel for two yeah. weeks. Reward the athletes that did it last yeah. time. Yes. Someone said it might have been a lack of beds, one of the articles, which it isn't. That's bullshit. Uh. If it is, piss off all the hanger-ons. Athletes can stay and party. Go for it. It kills me, man. It fucking kills me. Can I give you one option? So my ultimate hookup to create the ultimate Australian athlete. Oh, talk to me. Let me throw you two names. I'm going to throw Susie O'Neill at you. Hmm. And Patty Mills. Now, though? How old Susie? No, prime. This is prime Susie, prime Patty. Prime Madam Butterfly, prime Patty. Prime Susie, prime Patty. This thing could be an athlete. Well, of course, but I think we need to focus on our biggest chance of success as well. What do we want the progeny to actually compete in? I mean, do we want Kathy? Do we need Kathy there? This could be a separate pod. This could be a separate pod because if you get Lauren Jackson and Patty Mills, oh. they get the three-way of the athleticism and the, the basketball smarts. And the they get the adversity. She had the Achilles injury. He's come from mm. major adversity in life. And you also get the leadership in the pro Aussie angle. All of a sudden, if we get Patty and Lauren going at it, <laughs> if they could pop out half a dozen or so, that's a starting five and a great six, man. Mate, who needs labs in China? All you need is an Olympic village to create these ultimate athletes. Dan, are you listening? <laughs> Dan! 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 Oh, no, nah, he's not seeing me. I'll get him later. Dan! I reckon every week we do the Olympics, or our Olymp fix, our The Torch. As we like to call it, the torch episodes. Absolutely. You're two people to create the Australian ultimate athlete. All right, because I will be thinking about this more, so we'll bring it in. And anyone sure. below the line who wants to add in, please let us know. Which two please. Olympians in their prime? What are the parameters? In their prime? Prime. Got to be in their prime yeah. creating an athlete for Aussie dominance. I mean, Michael Diamond and... Kathy Freeman. I mean, that could be a real strange... It's always <laughs> Kathy with you, though, isn't it? Like, I feel like we're going to have some issues when she puts her hand up and says, you know what, I'm done. Because you only get one crack at it in the village. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, there could you're be cross-pollination. Right. It's going to be like knock on the door and go, Michael, I don't think I'm your son. I can't shoot for shit. <laughs> Unless it's from the Ark, in which case, Patty, come here. Olympic football, mate, in a massive result. Two-time defending gold medalist Brazil failed to qualify for Paris. They were defeated by bitter rival Argentina. Tell you what, mate, the national team, the senior national team sits sixth in qualifying, so there could be some pretty choppy waters ahead for Brazil. This weekend coming sees the Matildas face off against traditional rivals and powerhouse Uzbekistan. In the two-legged qualifier, the home turn is going to be under the roof at Telstra Dome, Colonial, Etihad, Docklands, Marvel Stadium on Thursday, and I will be there. I love it. I love that you're going to be there. Watching the gals get around. Hopefully it's a coronation. Hopefully they're being a few in in the first game. The squad was announced cutely by Trench's Gorry's toddler Harper. Gee, that's tough to say. Love it. 
trenches go is Todd Harper. Not that tough to say. The big inclusion was Sam Kerr, God, God Kerr's replacement, Michelle Heyman, the haymaker, coming back after oh, six haymaker. years in retirement, mate. Mish. Huge chance, the Matildas. Hey, so England aren't in it, right? Mm-hmm. And they always go under Team GB in the Olympics. Twats. So annoying. So this time around, you can nominate a team from Great Britain to play for you to qualify. So they nominate England. England failed to qualify, so no Team GB. So it got to a point in the last game. England were playing Scotland, and the Scottish players, one or two of them might have made the Team Great Britain squad, and it would have been in their favour if they lost. And they lost 6-0, and England were through until about 30 seconds later when the Dutch scored two injury time goals, which knocks out the Poms slash Team GB from the Olympics. That is fantastic. Isn't it? That's brilliant. Goal! Oh, that's a shame. Proper Aussie watch, yeah. mate. I want you to get your pen Sydney. and paper out, out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm talking gold. I'm watching. I'm talking medals. Mm. Diving. One of the great armchair expert sports at the Olympics, and we're going to have some names to cheer on. Papua New Guinean? Mate, the Papua New Guinean Splash Kings are out. Don't you worry about that. Sure. Synchronised No Splash sisters Annabelle Smith and Madison Keeney claimed silver in the three-metre springboard recently at the World Aquatics Champs. They're going to be looking to add to their bronze from Rio. The Chinese team, obviously the standouts there. Shock horror. Can dive, the Chinese. (laughs) Don't mind structure and discipline. Diving. Don't they? Have you seen Chinese synchronised diving? I think I have. It's wild. It is wild. It's basically like there's one diver who happens to be cradling a life-size mirror in bathers on the way down. It is impeccable. Can sync up. Yeah, right into it. Right into it when it's on. I reckon they should have to have synchronicity the whole way, though. Even after. Get up together. Squirt the water out. They eat breakfast at the same time. They are water at the closing ceremony. You've got to leave and get yourself an Airbnb. Actually, that would be a good part of the Olympic Village. That's a new event. Oh. All right. You've got 48 hours. Yeah. Find yourself an Airbnb in Paris <laughs> with one of the synchronised divers. Go. Like amazing race style. <laughs> we shouldn't have been denying that stuff. We should be encouraging it. There should be a medal like at the footy trip for best on ground. Yeah, it's the Depardieu. The de- <laughs> That's what it is. That's what you win. Gerard Depardieu. Last night on a flight from Paris to Dublin, Depardieu reportedly peed on the floor. Now, all I can say is they should thank their lucky stars it wasn't Depardieu. Three votes. Speaking of the Chinese, Li Xingjin secured silver in the one-metre springboard Mm. for Australia. Stop it. And he's the first of a new segment, Mace. Look who's Aussie now. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the playing of our national anthem. Rip, rip, wood chip, turn it in the paper, throw it in the bin, no news today. That's right. Following in the world tread footpath of Tatiana Grigorieva, Costas Yu and Aussie Joe Bugner, Dinky Die, Lethal Lee will be slipping through the surface with the green and gold Dinky dick dog securing the agates this time yeah. around. Welcome, Lethal. She's ours. The She's Southern ours. Cross bucket hat is in the mail and he oh, is a man, yeah. Mace, but that's fine. Alicia Colloy won gold for the good guys in the three-metre springboard. Mm. The gymnast-turned-diver will be hoping to carry that form into her first Olympic appearance later in the year. Mate, we are going to kill it in diving. 
Heads up. I was about to say, what a diving. Mate, medals galore. This is the world's. Like, we're a huge chance. If we can kneecap yeah, a few awesome. of the Chinese, sure. gravy. Gravy. Speaking of the water, mate, open water swimming and Chelsea bridesmaid Gubeka, the first Aussie athlete selected for Paris. Eh? There you go. Wow. Taking it to the the pontoon, the jetty. What are they? What do they jump off? (laughs) (laughs) Open water. I never thought you'd say taking it to the pontoon on this podcast, and it's happened. No, mate, she fell agonisingly short of gold in Mm. the 5K open water swim. She was pipped by gold hog Sharon Dutch Rudder Van Ruwald. She also made silver in the worlds last year, mate, at the 10K event. So here's hoping she can ditch the puffy peach dress and adorn that wispy white veil come the choppy slop of Paris. Mate, her big contribution at the Worlds came with gold in the mixed 4x1500 open water event. 1500? Oh, how gruelling was that? God. Really fun. I tried to, to do a 50 metres in a pool the other week. Oh, wow. Aim big. It was, it was awful. I was just like, this is hard. What were you doing? What stroke? God, they make it look easy. What stroke? Breast. Egg beater. <laughs> Just in one spot. Tuning in Tokyo doing the breaststroke. Mate, I was at right angle by the end of it. Some guy was fishing you out like you, with a creepy crawly. <laughs> yeah. Really hard stuff. Really impressive. So they swam for over an hour in open water total. Like You think about Perkins doing 1,500 in 15 minutes. That's four of these guys in open water doing it. Oh, Perkins. The bridesmaid, Gubeka, she was joined by Moesha Johnson. Mm. MJ. MJ, yeah. Nicholas Sloman. Mm, okay. Crikey. Not sure I'd want to be in a relay team with a bloke called Sloman, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, mate. Great to meet you. You're leading off, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The name's Slowman. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Johnny Shit Swimmer. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Frank sinks a lot. What do you reckon? I'll go in first. Okay. Just take the concrete off your shoes, would you? Nah, nah. I've always done it. Boy. No chance. And Kyle Lee, mate, the quartet <laughs> swam in the open water, like I said, for over an hour, and they beat the Sleaze crew from Italy by, wait for it, two-tenths of a second. Wow. A fish stick by an absolute fish stick. Absolute fish stick. Kyle Lee, he anchored the race and he did oh. it after completing, wait for it, pretty sexy uh, morning before the swim, mm. a two-hour auditing exam in the hotel room, part of his accountancy <laughs> degree. The Australian team hotel. He had to be supervised by the team management. Fucking give me a handgun. <laughs> Fair day. What are you up to tomorrow, mate? Oh, no, pretty big day. Two-hour auditing exam in front of my coach in a hotel room in Doha. <laughs> Supervision required by film. Oh, and then I've got to anchor a 4 by 1500 metre open water event and hope to win it by two-tenths. That is a rough day. Job done, Kyle. <laughs> Fuck, we need to get him in the enhanced games. He already is. He's probably peeking on the bloody Dexies or something. Oh, my God, an auditing test. Oh, surprised he didn't drown Fucking halfway through. <laughs> That's it. That's double waterboarding. Oh. Anyway, open water gold. Book it. It's happening. It's booked solid. It's booked. Quickly to hockey. And for the first time ever, the Kookaburras look like spending the Olympic year oh, yeah. without a major sponsor. This comes amongst many hardships, mate. They've lost all their money. We might have to do a deep dive on hockey at some stage this year because, honestly, mm, it I was think we do. bizarre. Like, these guys don't, can't get a sponsorship. The gold medal game was the most watched event at the last Olympics outside of mm. athletics, and they can't mm. get a sponsor. 
So it's an AIS funding issue. There's some stuff at the top, especially in the female game, but we've definitely got a deep dive Australian hockey because there's a bit going on, mate. And in basketball, oh, yeah. bit of boomer watch. The giddy fiddler was cleared oh. of any wrongdoing surrounding the amorous courting <laughs> of an alleged minor. It's a juvenile, not some sort of FIFO worker digging coal. <laughs> There's still plenty of space on Ben Simmons Island. He is back in action. Oh, God. Don't get me. Oh, I can't talk about him. Can't talk about that fucking minnow. Mate, the Opal, someone we can talk about. Oh. And Lauren Jackson retires again <sighs> after taking the Aussie Opals to yet another Olympics. They've qualified after wins over Brazil, the Germans, and Serbia. Mate, Lauren Jackson, go. Absolute Australian sporting legend. The accolades, Sonny. The accolades. I think we've talked about this. We've gone in in depth in the past, but let me – I want to ask you two questions. Okay. Is Lauren Jackson our greatest basketballer ever? Yes. Is Lauren Jackson Australia's greatest female athlete of all time? Oh, you could definitely make the argument for sure. She's dominated basketball, Absolutely. A world sport. A world sport. U.S. basketball is huge. Mm. Women's U.S. basketball compared to here. And she went over there and fucking dominated. Numerous times All-Star. Yeah. MVP. Won championships. I mean, she's a Hall of Famer there. And she's a Hall of Famer there and here. The accolades are too long to list. It's just insane. I think literally the only thing she hasn't won is Olympic gold. Hmm. She's won a Depardieu, which is really weird. I thought that was stats. She won two Depardieu's. One was yeah. a flag bearer. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And she came home with yeah, mine incredible. a few times, but never quite got the gold. <laughs> <laughs> so Valet Lauren. Well, she's not dead. She's not dead. No. By golly. She has done everything. Well, she ticks all the boxes of, that, of a true sporting champion. Like we were talking sort of about the hybrid of the Olympic Village rooting. Yeah. She has the skill and athleticism. Yes. She has the longevity. Mm. She has the success. She has a legacy. She has resilience mm. and hardship with Achilles injuries and parenthood and, you know, playing stoned all the time. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Well, I'll be going to celebrate her career this Sunday, actually, Sonny. I'm going to watch her at Kudos. Oh, kudos to you. And get a, her retirement game this yeah. Sunday. Yeah, great. So I'll be out there wishing her the best, personally. Mate, she sticks around. I'm going to try to get near If you've got time, stick around for a photo. Definitely. She last played when she broke her foot before coming back last time. She came back out on the court. I think we might have spoken about this. Put her feet in eskies full of ice and sat there signing autographs to all the kids. Come on, man. Freak. Absolute freak. So if you don't get an autograph, it's on you. That's right. (laughs) Legend. Legend. Dead set legend. We're going to end every episode of the whatever we've decided to call this, Olymp Fix. Mm. Oh, The Torch. The Torch. How could you forget? The oh, Torch. I just wish you'd mentioned it. Every episode of The Torch with a bit of Paris, <laughs> what are we going to call this? Paris Pete. Bit of Paris Bowl Watch. We're cooking the spag bowl, aren't we? Yeah, we are cooking it. We're getting that sauce right. Okay. It's going to be six months of cooking that sauce yep. on a low temp. Yeah. And then we're going to celebrate. Okay. With the dinner ladies. We're going to ship it out as dinner ladies. <laughs> yeah, okay. Dinners. No, we're going to really let this thing marinate. Let the eggplant marinate, the onions and garlic really get into the sauce. Don't worry if you think you're cooking it down too much. As someone once told me, more water, more flavour. Exactly.
All right, so Spag Bowl, watch, mate. This is our man. This is our, our man. man marinating. Pastor Pete Spag Bowl, mate. He was due to run in Adelaide and Melbourne. I went to go mm. see him last mm. week. But unfortunately, mm. he, uh, he had to withdraw with injury. Don't fret, though. He has a, quote, hamstring or back-related issue that stops him from striding out hard and pushing. So he had to withdraw from both events. Okay. His quote was, Hey, team. Due to an unfortunate injury, I have had to make the difficult decision to delay my Australian season. I will not be participating in the upcoming races in Adelaide and Melbourne. Mm. I'm still running mm. and I'm still training, but cannot push myself too hard at the moment. My priority is to focus on rehab and ensuring my body is at optimal condition. On behalf of everyone, take your time, Pete. We'll be here. Take your time. Take your time. Reset. There's no rush here. We've got time. Absolutely. The sauce is marinated. The spag is not ready. More water, more flavour. Exactly. What have we learned, mate? What have we learned? 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 The Olympic Village was not used the right way. Should have been basically a lab, a sex lab. That's not too late. Creating ultimate Australian athletes. And I blame all the athletes. They're very selfish for not giving us what we need. And that's more super athletes. Well, they don't have the time. They don't have the time to root. They've got a 48-hour window. Although maybe that's part of it. If you can't perform under that sort of pressure. They're breaking records. You're right. They're breaking records. You're right. Hey, whoa, I'm walking here. I'm rooting here. Walking here. What did you learn? All right, I've learned that we are winning medals in the diving. (laughs) Book it. We are taking our accountancy exams and we are dosing to the gills. Oh, the audit. The auditing exam. Fair prep for the open Fair water morning. Race. Oh, Jesus. What do you got what on you this got morning, on? mate? Oh, yeah, no, no, nah, nah, I might just have a bit of a lie in you. <laughs> <sighs> got to be carrying the wire a few times, that's for sure. And, mate, I've also learned yeah. that if you strive hard and do your best, one day you too <sighs> could be in line to win a Jeopardy. <laughs> And have that hanging around your neck. <laughs> and obviously a massive thanks to producer DJ Hand Shandy Dandy on the decks. So good luck tuning in Tokyo. All right, mate. How can people get in touch with us? X, formerly known as Twitter. Maybe underscore underscore daily. That's maybe underscore underscore daily. Or Instagram. Maybe underscore underscore daily. That's maybe underscore underscore daily. Follow and like our shit, please. Follow and like our shit, please. We'll be back every week yeah. whether you like it or not. And until next time, Mace, I need you to do a couple of things for me, mate. I need you to stay mint and I need you to know that I love you. I love you too. Stay mint. Stay fresh. Stay ready. Okay, I can do one of those, I reckon. I'm going to go get on the gear. Sleep, pal. It's like sugar, so sweet. Good enough to eat. Oh, some good blood.